Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It is the 18-minute podcast to the spa industry. I'm Alan Sher, your host. I run the Spa Industry Association with our 80,000 plus members across the globe. And I'm going cross-country today from uh, Phoenix, Arizona to beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. I have Cindy Acro with us. She's a certified stress master. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Meanwhile, how are you, Cindy? Good to have you today. Well, thanks. Um, I am great today. Out of gas. But, um, <laughs> yeah, for those of you, well, we're probably going to play this in a couple of weeks, but as we look back, hopefully it'll be over. But um, the, the pipeline issue with, with software, and I heard this morning while I was working out on the news, they were talking about the fact the one place this company cut back was on their cyber security. They didn't have like updated. And you think, these people supply 45% of the gas to like 15 states and your security's not up. What is that all about? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I think that's been part of the stress of the last year in general is that so much of what we hear doesn't make sense. Yeah. Which I, I agree. we it's like not, things to make sense. Yeah. It's not even a political issue. It just seems life in general as, as a, a guy who works in our Minneapolis Minneapolis office loves to say an alternate earth bumped into this earth. And this is what <laughs> exactly. we've ended up with right now. Right. Yeah. I, you know, actually I'm grateful for some of the things that have happened in the last year. I was in medical school in the eighties thinking that wellness made a lot more sense than disease management. And they thought I was off fluff or as you would say, I was a, dolphin kisser tree hugger <laughs> it's um still are. I thought it was nothing and i kept i didn't understand why we waited until somebody's blood work was out of whack to teach them how to eat or to tell them that they might want to take a walk or get some care for themselves so i really love that in the past year people are starting to connect the fact that their well-being has something to do with their immune system. It has something to do with how happy they are at work and working at home or whatever else has come up. Cindy, a lot of good things have come out of this uh, last year. One of them is exactly what you said, which is self-care and taking care of yourself in it. Uh, advance. Another thing is, I think people are eating, eating and drinking in different uh, ways. The home... Um, health, fitness um, opportunities that are, I mean, there's a lot of different things where people, I can tell you, I read more books in the last 15 months than probably in the last five years, right? Right. Even though yeah. I work a lot, I work, my whole team is spread across the country, but we all work from home, but it, I just wasn't traveling. So that kind of tra non-travel time was read, I got a stack of books in the closet. I'm going to start reading them, Right. Yeah, I think there's people have had a chance for sort of enforced reflection. And I think it's a lovely opportunity right now for your industry to pick up on some of that and help people capture the wisdom of what we learned in this past year and not just resume mindless busyness. Okay, I want to know a little bit about your history because this all leads to being certified stress master but go back so college and then you started medical school and decided you didn't like it um i i finished medical school i um i practiced medicine and in primary care and 
I was always fascinated by the self-care aspect of it and how much if 70 to 90% of disease is preventable with what we do, why were we not teaching that? It just made no sense. Then I wound up totally stressed out. Um, I went through infertility, was totally stressed out. I was burning out way before it was popular. And I kept asking the doctors, my doctors, you know, well, what do I do? Nobody had an answer. In fact, they got defensive because they didn't know what to do about it. They kind of swept it under the carpet and they didn't want, it reminds me of the Wizard of Oz. Nobody wanted you to peek behind the curtain and see that the little man was stressed too. <laughs> right. This is all about being on the path. And most of us are not on the path. I hope I am. I, I think all the things you're talking about with, I mean, you go to the doctor when you're already sick. Yes. As opposed to going in so they can tell you how healthy you are and that your eating patterns and your exercise and everything is keeping your blood down, right? Your stress is down and everything else. I think there's been a good awakening about that. Not that there is not the need for allopathic medicine, right? You need an MD when you need an MD. Plain and bad things happen to people who do almost everything well. You know, there's still going to be disease. I think the beauty is that this wellness sector can grow and support humans being whole humans. Right. And that it moves out of the fluff and dolphin kissing <laughs> mode to it's it's actually critical to our well-being, which is critical to us being whole humans, good parents, good workers, all of that. Cindy, I know there's a lot of uh, pluses and minuses at re as it relates to supplements. I've always been a supplement user over my uh, life. You know, when I lived in Minnesota, you, most people I know took vitamin D because we just, it's winter for too many months, right? Right. And, uh, get it. I, I take a whole vitamin. I might take a, a, a beta carotene to up my immune system, et cetera, et cetera. And I know there's a lot of data, nothing seems to be FDA approved, but you would think the medical profession would be in the supplement business, right? As part of their care to client. Why, why aren't they, why don't they sell supplements? I don't get it. A lot are starting to. The functional medicine world is definitely starting to. I went to an integrative medicine conference in something like 1999 or 2000 with Andrew Weil. And I walked out going, why didn't they teach us this stuff? Then, then this sort of um, supplement world became the new pharma world in the finances. So you have to be really careful. There's a lot of money. Follow the money. It. You tell me to follow the money again, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that's also an issue because it dilutes the integrity quite often. Um, and we just don't have all the science we need yet, which is why I love the functional approach where we look at how all these parts play. I too take supplements. I've taken omega-3s for years, hoping to make this brain work. <laughs> um, and my skin look decent and all the rest of it. But it's not one size fits all, as are any aspects of well-being. Like what drives you, your purpose, how you relate to your life and how you can manage stress. It's not one size fits all, except a lot of the science underneath us is. So a lot of people are sort of swimming in this sea of over information, trying to figure out 
what exactly am I supposed to do? And we wind up feeling guilty that we're not doing it right, including wellness professionals. I mean, as I interviewed leaders in the spa and retreat industry and wellness tourism, the number one complaint is the staff is stressed. Um, Do you know that yesterday was, I can't remember what they're calling it, but where I'm living up in Cave Creek carefree area, many, many of the restaurants were closed just to give staff a day off yesterday, a full day off, because they're working 10s and 12s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the way, I know people can't see this because we only tape for audio, but your background is what? The Black Mountains or the Great Smoky Mountains? What's behind you? That's a spectacular. Those are the mountains right behind. Well, they're about 15 minutes from my house. Uh, It is a beautiful range of all the things. Look at, I, I miss international travel, but I have to tell you, there's, and we just moved to Arizona a year ago. There are so many gorgeous places in the United States that you should travel first before you worry about yes. going overseas. Yeah. That. And travel, I think travel is so valuable because it gets us, our brain, I've spent 10 years doing neurofeedback and biofeedback and looking under the hood of what makes us tick. And the brain loves cues. So when we see the same cues every day, we don't shift our perspective and expand it and think about what if we did this? Would we feel better or what really matters? Which is another great thing that's come out of COVID, having to think about what really matters. Well, and you you use the words enforced reflection and I love those words because it kind of tells me a lot. Look, working from home and being in COVID, worked well for a lot of people, but yeah. other people found out there's a hole and they need to be around people and things and they weren't good at being by themselves um, and locked up. Okay, I wanna move on to the terms functional medicine and integrative medicine because someone said to me the, old, the day, well, in the alternative medicine world, I said, I don't think about it as alternative. It's Today it's functional, it's complementary, it's to go with, but it's certainly part of modern healthcare, right? It's it's not um, alternative anymore to tens and hundreds of millions of people across the globe. No, and I, that has been the short-sightedness of the Western world in, in medicine. Um, there are times when I want definite parts of Western medicine for what ails me. Right. And at the same time, I know that a massage treats my pain better than many, many medications. So I, we have to learn our minds and our bodies are connected and we need to, to make use of that instead of dismissing it and saying all this other stuff is alternative. And, um, the Eastern, you know, we're, we're dismissing Eastern approaches that have been around for millennia more than our Western approaches. Yeah. Um, we're speaking today with Cindy Ackrill. She's in beautiful Asheville, North. Everything about North Carolina is beautiful. It's not just Asheville. I mean, North and South Carolina, that, Georgia, that is such a gorgeous. If people, if you have not been to the Southeast, put it on your uh, list. All right. So you went to medical school and then you ended up a certified stress master. Talk about that, Cindy. What is that? So I... I went to medical school. I um, stopped for a while to raise a family, trying to balance everything because this whole work-life balance thing in healthcare is neither healthy or caring. 
<laughs> and um, I, then I went back and did applied neuropsych for a number of years and looking at the brain and realizing that when we are stressed, our brain can't learn, our brain can't emotionally regulate itself as well. We just can't be our best selves. And yet our society is built up to overwhelm us. <laughs> All of our expectations are built up to overwhelm us. So I became fascinated with stress and just kept looking at it from different points. Um, I edit the magazine for the American Institute of Stress. So I'm constantly reading about it and doing more about it. I think the education and stress has really changed in the last 10 years. And what's really key is how we talk about it. If I say it's really bad for me, it is really bad for me. If I change the language, which is an area where I think the spa and wellness industry has some really great power to work around a model of what stress really is and use language that empowers everybody. If we, if we use better language, we have better strength, but we also need to learn how to manage our energy and not just our physical energy, but our mental, emotional, and spiritual energy, what makes us feel connected and purposeful. And when we put it in those terms, we can come up with concrete little steps that will make it easier to feel better. I mean, this is a dance we're learning over time. It's not a one size fits all or a just do this and it's all done thing. I, I wanna tell you how a couple of things that I think you're so right on about. Number one, I don't remember where I read it. It's probably common knowledge, but I think that the, the insurance companies have talked about the rising claims is solely related to stress. Um, that when they interview the general public, people say above anything else, it's the stress in their life. We don't need to have an understanding and do a double blind placebo study to understand what people mean when they say they have stress in their, in their um, uh, life. So I, I get it. The, the conversation on language is interesting because there's power in words. People forget the, the ink we're speaking English, but it's any language around the globe. The, the English language uh, has a way of twisting the semantics, the twisting of words. It's confusing to people. It Even is. People get off track. So we talked about functional and integrative. You know, that goes right over people's heads. So unless they stop to look it up on the internet, I think sometimes they lose track of um, what it is. I want to add one more thing to that. There is an intuitive sense that people need to start leaning better into in their own uh, mental being. Because I think a lot of people you don't listen to their, the gut. We used to call it a gut feel, yes, intuitive yeah. feel, a gut feel, whatever yeah. it is. In fact, it's funny you say gut feel because it actually comes from up here and not down here. Unless you're hungry, then it's a gut feel, right? <laughs> um, but there are, your brain starts in your gut. Your immune system starts in your gut. It is all connected and we have been rewarded for disconnecting it. Well, and you know, that doesn't do us any good. Yeah, we're, I'm going to take care of the gut part because we're in Phoenix and, you know, Andrew lives here, Andrew Wild, yes, and yeah. his restaurant is maybe 15 minutes from our house. So there are so many restaurants here. We haven't been yet, but it's on my very long list of places <laughs> that we're supposed to uh, go as we open up and people aren't wearing masks here. And there's very few COVID cases on a daily basis, but we're outside. Arizona's outside country, right? Yeah. So, yeah, get to be out um, 
all the time. Cindy, do you guys have a website that people can go view what you're doing? Mine is, it's CynthiaAckerel.com. Wait, so it's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A, last name? C-C-K-R-I-L-L.com. Yeah. Okay. I hope my listeners got that. Cynthia Acryl, A-C-K-R-I-L-L.com. Go visit Cynthia. I have a one last thing, Cynthia, I want to chat with you about here, and that's the go forward. As we come out of this hiccup in our lives, even though it was a 15-month hiccup, um, <laughs> What do you think, what would you tell people are the one or two top things maybe they should try and think about or focus on in their lives? Really thinking about how you are doing, doing building a check-in into your routine to check in with yourself and see how you are physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And then with the outlook of curiosity, just play what if. Start playing with doing things different ways to see if that benefits you or not. If this is not a big, you know, revolutionize my life overnight or feel shameful because my buddy did and I didn't, it's not about that. It's about learning to be curious about what works for you and what doesn't work for you and being confident that that can be different than what works for someone else. Cindy, wow, we covered some territory today. We went from uh, Phoenix to Asheville and back. We went from medical school to uh, stress master. We talked about integrative medicine, raising a family, functional medicine, stress and insurance, which we know is a biggie. Um, language and intuition. I have to tell you, I love checking with yourself. I have some what ifs. One of mine was why I didn't buy Apple stock when it was $8, but I'm not going to talk, yeah. about, <laughs> talk about that today. But um, I have love talking to you. I love that background. I'm putting, I'm going to talk to some of the show people about trying to do a show in the Carolinas because I just I like to do a show and go hiking for a few days. I think it would be just awesome. Well, I'd love to hike with you. <laughs> Good. Well, we will we will do that and we'll talk about it over cocktails next time as well. Okay. Sounds great. Uh, Cynthia, thank you a ton. People go visit CynthiaAcryl.com. And friends, remember, check in with yourself and please be kind to one another.